ladies, it's Brittany Brazel. The Lord has given me a passion for motherhood and homemaking. From that passion, a ministry has birthed no higher calling. There is no higher calling on my life than to be wife to Simeon and mama to my littles. I still have so much to learn, but as I continue to grow, it is my desire to share the truths God is teaching me. Thanks for joining me again on the No Higher Calling podcast. I am so excited to be with you on today's episode and to make an announcement that the Children of Character cards are now available on the No Higher Calling website, on the shop. Um, So type in www.nohighercalling.org and purchase your set of cards today. If you have no idea what I'm talking about, stay tuned. I'll share all about it in a few minutes. But I know that so many of you have been following along on uh, my Instagram, which is at nohighercalling underscore, as I've been sharing little teasers and bits of pieces of this project that my husband and I have been working on. And so many of you have messaged me saying how excited you were about this resource and how desirous you were to get it in your homes. Um, so I am here to say it is finally done, it is finally available, and we are excited for it to be used in your home, Um, but more importantly, I'm looking forward to using it into my home. That's how all of the resources that I've put together start. I want something for my home. I can't find exactly what I want, Um, so we put it together, and we put it out, and we feel like, well, if we're going to do the work for our own family, we might as well seek to be a blessing to others. And it has been such an encouragement um, to us, to our family, to hear how the Lord is using those different resources in your life. Um, we have other things already on the store. We have my book that I did, Great Hymns for Growing Hearts, which is um, a 12-week hymn study for families to go through devotionally. There's the head-to-toe prayer journal. Um, there's the um, scripture cards for labor and birth. Um, so many other things. Christmas, uh, some holiday items. Um, hospitality guide, um, different things. And then we just have a long list of other projects that we hope to do in the future that we are praying through or working on. Um, But a lot of that depends on how well the resources that we already have sell. Um, Just because, you know, it's, it's an investment. I'll be perfectly honest. It's an investment for us to put together these resources. And oftentimes, um, it is an investment on the front end for our family. And we just have to trust that it'll be compensated. Um, so we've poured our hearts and souls into these children of character cards. And I pray that you will go and purchase a copy for your home. Um, first and foremost, allowing the, the word of God to make an impact in your home and family, in your children lives, um, but also that helps us to continue to pursue the visions and the passions and the dreams that God has put on our hearts as we seek to just be a blessing to Christian families in creating resources for the heart and home. So um, without further ado, this episode is just to kind of share my heart behind this resource, the children of character cards. Um, and then just broader than that, to talk about children of character, why is that so important? We are living in a day and age where children are growing up to be adults with no 
character. Um, we are lacking, you know, we had that generation a few generations ago, and no generation was perfect. I don't want to act like, you know, oh, the 40s, 50s just was this perfect generation. It's not. Every generation has its uh, pros and cons, um, its successes and its failures. But I can say um, for that World War II era, um, for that generation, it turned out adults that were known for their word, that were hardworking individuals, that were responsible, um, that could get married, that could have a home, that could have children, take care of a family, provide for their needs. Um, you know, you, you had the generations that were in church together. You had the grandparents and the parents and the children all worshiping and learning beside each other. Um, and we see so much of that lacking in today's day and age, which is kind of um, a quandary because we also have this rise in individualism in, in a deep um, introspective glimpse into self. Who am I? Who am I supposed to be? Um, how can I be my best self? Um, but but in pursuit, in this intro, we, we have really turned out shallow people. Um, and, and I think that's because Jesus shows us in his word that we are to be outward focused, that we are to be others focused. Jesus was that. Jesus was focused on serving and ministering and encouraging and speaking truth and blessing others. And it was in this outward focus that we see so many of these character qualities coming to be. Um, so anyway, all that to say, I, in my own parenting, Simeon and I just feel like it is important to teach our children godly character. And we realize that our children are very, very young right now. Our oldest being six, we have a long way to go down the parenting road. Um, but we've taken the long look and uh, we've said, this is the kind of adult we hope to turn out of our home. Now, that is not to say that when our kids are 18, that they're going to be perfect and successful and ready to tackle life. Our kids are going to be like everybody else's kids. Um, like I said, there's going to be successes and failures. Um, there's going to be gaps that we did not do our best in, that we maybe didn't um, even give a slight bit of effort in. But as we're parenting littles right now, we are constantly trying to seek wisdom from the Lord, asking him, looking down that road and saying, okay, this is what we want. We want to raise adults with character. So that starts in the here and now by raising children of character. And this isn't something that, oh, we teach responsibility on Monday and by Friday we can check responsibility off the list. Um, this is a continual teaching a continual training. Oftentimes, I'm learning in the early years, um, you may not see the fruit of your labor. And I think uh, the Lord was good to put that verse in the Bible, be not weary in well-doing, for in due season ye shall reap if ye faint not. Parents, claim that verse. And as you have littles that you are trying to instruct in godly character, and you're like, wow, you know, we talked about being kind and they must have just totally not been listening to that lesson. Continue to wash their hearts with the word of God. Continue to invest in truth. Continue to instruct in righteousness. Do not be weary in well-doing. Continue, be consistent for in due season, it'll reap. You will reap if you faint not. All of this foundation that you're laying in the heart of your child, it will provide a deep well from which to draw from throughout their entire life. We want them to be children of 
character first and foremost because it is it is it is adults it is children and adults of character that will bring glory to the lord you know we've been talking in our own home sometimes when we um, talk about this it can almost be like this ambiguous cloud mysterious cloud of what does god have for your future um and you know obviously some of that is a mystery my my 6 year old has no idea what god has for her future and that is going to be um a growing process that is going to be a daily walking with the lord as he reveals what it is that he has for her but we have tried to connect uh, the future and the present. God doesn't just have a purpose for you the day that you graduate high school and you have to make a decision of, okay, now where? God has a purpose for you. God has a will for you in this current moment. Now, right now she's six. So that looks like obeying mom and dad, reading her Bible, growing in her walk with Christ, giving her best effort in her schoolwork, being kind with her siblings, um, enjoying playing and having fun and getting out in nature and being curious. All of that is a part of the purpose that she is currently supposed to be fulfilling. Um, but even as a child, we can be working on laying these foundations of character in their life so that then when they grow up to be an adult, that this is something that, that will be foundationally laid. They will know the truth. They will have heard again and again and again. And the Lord can do that, that fruit bearing work in their life as they are growing for his glory, to bring him glory one day and to bring him glory today. What is the chief end of man? Man's chief end is to glorify God and to enjoy him forever. We were created to bring him glory. And you know, as we try to enjoy the Lord, we can enjoy him to the fullest when we are walking in fellowship with him and developing these godly character traits in, in your life, in your children's lives, helping to encourage them in this path, in this pursuit. This is what will allow them to enjoy that intimate relationship with the Lord because they are growing in Christ-likeness. All of these character traits that we want to build in the hearts of our children are, are exampled and are modeled in the life of Jesus Christ. You know, as I was putting together um, these character cards, I was looking for, okay, so what are character traits that people want to see developed in the hearts of their children? Which led me down a rabbit hole of so many blogs and posts and different things online. And it really was shocking some of the things that I found. You know, you have your normal, you know, kind, loving, trustworthy. And then you definitely have this um, new woke agenda coming in where you want them to uh, be accepting of all people, um, where you want them to be um, fluid in their definitions uh, of truth. Um, uh, so, so some of that influence coming in. Then you have a lot of the self-movement coming in where I want them to be um, self-motivated. I want them to be self-reflective. Um, I want them to be um, just, you know, um, in, in self-control. So I, I saw a lot of this self-influence. So I really was like, okay, well, maybe Google is not the place to look. Uh, we need to get back to just the Word of God. What are godly character traits um, that the Word of God says that our children need to have? And in that pursuit... I came to uh, Colossians 2.3, which says, In whom are hid all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. You know, I want my children to be wise. I want them to have knowledge. I want them to have these godly character qualities um, that promote a, a wise person, a, a knowledgeable person. But all of that treasure is found in the person of Jesus Christ. So with that foundation... 
with the uh, idea of treasures, Simeon and I really started to think about um, how we can teach our children character. And we started thinking of it in the context of treasures. Um, I once heard someone share that your children's hearts are like treasure chests. And you as the parent, throughout their childhood years within your home, you have the opportunity to invest things into the treasure chest of their hearts. Um, now we can choose to put the truths of scripture, to put things like godly character, to put songs of worship, um, to put kind actions and deeds into the treasure chest of their heart, or we can put vain things, um, things of this world. We can put sports in there. Um, we can put uh, worldly entertainment. We can put the glorification of celebrities. Uh, and some of those things aren't bad in of themselves, like sports or even entertainment, if you're wise. Um, but in, in the idea of this treasure chest, you know, these are investments. These are things that we are showing our children. These are important to, to us as parents. These are important to our home, to our family culture, to our family values. And these are things that we want to invest as important in your heart and in your life. So with that idea in mind, investing things that are important, um, you know, the, these gems, these, these gold coins, these nuggets, um, Simeon and I as parents want the investment into our children's, into the treasure chest of their heart to be things that are founded in truth, to be things that are centered on Christ, to be things that when they grow up, and become adults, that they have a treasure, not a treasure chest, but a, Trevor, a treasure trove full and brimming over with riches of God's word in whom are hid all the treasures and wisdom and knowledge, um, that all of these treasures, that we have laid those into their treasure chest, into their hearts, that they can draw from, and then not only that will bless their life, will enable them to bring glory to God, will enable them to better enjoy Him forever, but then that they will pass down to our grandchildren. I have just been captivated by the thought um, someone shared recently of the compounding effect of legacy. You know, right now we have four children and we are pouring into their hearts and lives every day, every moment of every day. Sometimes it feels like, um, but Lord willing, one day they will get married if that's God's will for them. And so four becomes eight. Uh, and then maybe one day God will bless them with children. I don't know how many children. Let's just say God gives them, you know, each three children. So then that four that became eight, you know, now we've got 12 grandchildren. So that becomes 20. Um, you know, maybe they'll get married. Then they'll have our great grandchildren. That compounding effect of a legacy quickly grows in number. And the legacy that we want to leave behind is a treasure chest, a heart treasure chest filled with all the treasures that can be found in Christ, with wisdom, with knowledge, with the riches that we find in God's word. Proverbs 16, 16 says, how much better is it to get wisdom than gold and to get understanding rather to be chosen than silver? You know, we, we live in a world um, where stories of treasure and uh, gold and hidden riches is so captivating. I even know recently Simeon's been reading through Treasure Island with the children and they love the story of pirates and treasure and maps and all of this. Um, but we have the map of God's word. 
And it has so clearly outlined how we can invest those treasures in our hearts and into the hearts of the next generation. And so Simeon and I have poured through the God's word. We have poured through the source of wisdom and knowledge in the treasures of God. And we have compiled this resource, the Children of Character Cards. So what does this look like? You can go to the website, you can see some photos, you can uh, read a little bit more of that. But basically, we have done a card for every letter of the alphabet, just to keep it easy and succinct and moving forward. And each uh, alphabet letter has a corresponding godly character trait that we're praying will be developed in the hearts of our children. So on the front of the card, you have the letter and that trait, And then you have a corresponding scripture verse that emphasizes the truth of God's word in regards to that, um, to that godly character. So for example, um, for B, we have bold. We have the verse, the wicked flee when no man pursueth, but the righteous are bold as a lion. Then you flip the card over and on the back, we have a paragraph and it's going to be either one of two things. It will either be an account of, in this case, boldness, an account of boldness. It might be an account of kindness. It might be an account of valiance, um, whatever. But the accounts of are going to be a Bible character in God's word that showed that godly character trait. Now we use the word account instead of story um, very intentionally. If you're familiar with Ken Ham's ministry, um, the Creation Museum, the Ark Encounter, he shared this one time about how, you know, we read our children's stories. You know, you have your fairy tales, you have your classical literature, you have all these things, um, but we give the connotation of story of something that is make-believe. When you're talking about the Bible, it's stronger language to use the word account. This really happened. Um, And sometimes there are stories, quote-unquote, in the Bible that almost feel like they've got to be make-believe. I mean, we've got Jonah and the whale. You've got Daniel and the lion's den, David and Goliath. Um, We don't want our children to have any question on, is this a, a fabled fiction story or is this truth? This is truth. So all that to say, we intentionally use the word account there. And then you will have a paragraph um, that shares a piece of that Bible character's story and how they demonstrated that godly character trait in their life. Um, So you would either have an account of or you will have a lesson in. Um, For example, for D, we have diligence. Proverbs 6, 6, go to the ant thou sluggard, consider her ways and be wise. Here we have a lesson in diligence. So this is an account of a Bible character that showed diligence. This is a lesson. And often um, when we have these lessons in, it is a lesson that a creation teaches us. For example, we talk about the ant and we talk about um, why God connected the character trait of diligence with the ant, what that looks like, how the ant was designed, what God's purpose was in the creation of this animal and attaching it to the illustration of uh, conveying a a very deep truth about being diligent. Um, So you'll either find the account of or a lesson in, um, and and that was just my favorite part of this whole thing is putting those together, uh, thinking of my children and what they would enjoy, what would connect with their hearts and with their minds and give them a clear clear understanding of the character trait that we are trying to instruct them in. Then below that, you will have um, your word 
with, again, so if it's D, diligence, you'll have diligence. We've put a simple definition to help you try to explain to your child what does this godly character trait mean. And then we've put some synonyms. I know sometimes when I'm explaining something to my kid, it helps me to have other words that I can use to draw context from. So for example, L is long-suffering. Um, that's an older word. We don't use that so much anymore. We give the definition for long-suffering, not easily provoked, patiently enduring prolonged trials. But if you're wanting to expound on that and you're really struggling, we gave these synonyms. Synonyms being yielding, unresisting, peaceful, submissive, to hopefully give you as the parent or as the instructor a broader scope of the meaning of this word and giving you a little bit more context to be able to rabbit trail and talk about what this word means. Um, and then at the bottom of the back of every card, it gives the question, or it asks the question, giving the challenge, how can you be long-suffering today? How can you be diligent? How can you show kindness today? Um, just challenging whatever you're reading it in your family devotions, you're doing it in morning basket, you're doing it before bed, whenever you're reading through these cards with your children, um, that you're asking them, following it up with, okay, so we've learned all this truth, we know all this, okay, so now there's something that needs to be acted upon. We've learned what it means to be joyful. Um, we've we've seen that in a biblical account of a godly character or, or in a lesson. We, we understand now the greater context of what joyful means. So here's the action part. How can you bring it down, make it personal? You, ask your child, whatever their name is, Eden. How can you be joyful today? And if you want to start your day with this, um, maybe try to look, uh, challenge them. I want you to try to show joy throughout the day. Praise them. Hey, I saw you, uh, you know, be joyful in this situation. Or, you know, things didn't go exactly what you wanted, the way you wanted, and yet you still chose joy. Um, so anyway, that is what the card looks like, front and back. These are beautifully, beautifully designed. My husband did all the design work. We actually had designed them, and we're about ready to submit them to our printer. And then uh, we tweaked something with the cover card and liked it so much that we decided to totally redesign the entire set of cards. Um, and that was all my husband's wonderful design work with his business, Aussie Audio. Um, and so together, we just make a really good team. He helped me with some of the writing on this project as well. Um, so I'm so thankful for him and for his heart to get truth into our home and to help get it into other people's homes. Um, but they're beautiful cards, all centered around this idea of treasure, of investing these treasures of truth into the hearts of our children, um, these gems of truth into the treasure chests of the hearts of our children. Um, so the cards are just beautiful colors, vibrant colors, beautiful pictures um, of of treasure themed you know we have some ships and some lighthouses so very um uh you know ship and treasure themed um adventure type themed um cards but i'm just i'm so excited about this resource and i'm so thankful that the lord has given us the opportunity to put this together i pray that you will go and that you will get a copy for your home these will um come with a hole punch in the top corner we're going to include a little ring that you can put these on so you have them easily accessible that you can um, just keep them on the ring hang them somewhere where you'll see them put them in your kitchen by your fridge um, with your devotional things um, keep them on a ring flip through these go through these with your children and seek to instill godly character in their hearts, again, that they will draw from for the rest of their lives. So you can check all of that out. So you can purchase those 
on my website, which is nohighercalling.org in the No Higher Calling shop. You can find those if you have any questions about them. Um, I'll be sharing them all over social media as they are now launched. Um, but you can find me on Instagram at nohighercalling underscore. You can um, uh, you can email me at nohighercallingpodcast at gmail.com. We may try to put up a few uh, videos going through these. Um, on YouTube and link all linking all of that down in the comments. Um, but we are looking forward to seeing how God will use this resource in your hearts and in your homes. So I pray that you will get it, um, use it, get it in your homes, use it with your children. Let us know how it is blessing you. You can always leave a review on the website under the products that you purchase. And that helps other people who are trying to decide if this is something from their home. Please uh, get on social media and share my posts with other people. As you get these in the mail, share them. Uh, tag me. It is the truth of God's word. And I just desire for it to be able to impact as many homes as possible. And you have a huge part um, to play in that with helping us spread the word. So we always appreciate that. Um, that is such a blessing to us. We poured our hearts into this just like we pour our hearts into every resource that we put out. And now we're just turning it over to the Lord and trusting that he will do with it what he desires um, and that he will use it to encourage homes, to help parents, to lay this foundation of godly character in the lives of their children. I hope that the No Higher Calling podcast has been a blessing to you. If so, please subscribe, share with your friends, and engage with me on Instagram at nohighercalling underscore. You can also subscribe to receive the No Higher Calling encouragement email on my website, which is www.nohighercalling.org. This includes podcast notes, what I'm reading, spiritual encouragement, a glimpse into my home, and some of my favorite products and resources. You can also enjoy more content on the No Higher Calling YouTube channel. I pray that this podcast will encourage you to fall more in love with Jesus and to be the Christian woman he's called you to be. Thanks for listening.